On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about Claddock Cottage and their soft opening in the Hourglass District. A Tinder app for neighborhoods. And Thornton Park selfie walls. Welcome to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyper-local news. And this week, John Bussiger's out doing more exciting things. He didn't want to hang out with me. And in his stead, we have Miss Janessa Gursky. Hi, guys. Janessa, just so everybody knows who you are... Why do we care about what you have to say? Uh, you probably don't, but I have a lot of opinions. Uh, Orlando has been my home for the past three years. Uh, I moved back down from New York, being there for uh, a couple of years. And since I've come back, I've been working with Bungalower, helping uh, with fun campaigns. And then also I run uh, a fun little nonprofit called Artreach Orlando, um, Which so I also kind of work. I for. know Brendan actually totally got me in. Uh, forever grateful. Uh, yeah, so that's who I am. I uh, I love it. Yeah. So here on Bungalore in the Bus, we talk about the top headlines of the previous week, all the things that you need to know uh, moving into the weekend. We also share uh, top cool events that you need to go check out over the weekends. Yep. Yeah. So let's just jump into it, Janessa. Perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about the headlines. And, uh, and we can just chat about it because we're just two chums having a sweet tea over at the City Hall Four two Rivers chums. today. Two chums. I feel like there's chum in the water and I'm going to screw this up for you. <laughs> <laughs> like. don't, it's all right. Just don't cuss. No cussing. Just don't c. Oh, man. And cuss, if you we actually need to write know down that's going to be difficult. Perfect. And we'll be all right. Otherwise, Real Radio will kick us off the air. Perfect. Uh, no pressure. Last night, our friends at Pretty Little Pints, it's a little podcast run by our friend Jackie Mick and uh, Dirty Jim's other half. Uh, we're at the opening of Claddock Cottage. Oh, they reopened? They did. Oh, that's awesome. So that's been like a two-year process. Yeah. They closed, I want to say two years ago. I don't even know if it was that long ago, but because they're on Curry Ford, right? Yes. Yeah, so they closed because of all that development that was happening in the Hourglass District. Uh, Walgreens, yeah. Walgreens is moving in. Actually, it had nothing to do with the Hourglass development proper. Right, at that prop. Yeah. Uh, but Walgreens bought it, bought the property, kicked them out. And they have since moved into a new building that's in the Hourglass District, run by Mr. Giovanni, who our other listeners know I have a giant crush on. Because <laughs> not only is he a developer doing small-scale neighborhood projects, right. he's also freaking gorgeous. He's also married, right? And married to a girl. <laughs> but he doesn't listen, so I can just say whatever I want about him. When I see him get out of his big pickup truck, Janessa, I swear I, I flood my basement. I don't know what to do. I love him so much. So, Claddock Cottage is in soft opening in the Hourglass District. That's amazing. Uh, we've got some photos of the interior and of the new menus, courtesy of our friend Jackie Mick at Pretty Little Pints. So, go over to bungalore.com and check it out or go there yourself. Yeah, they have the best cottage pie. I honestly like, and it's a hard, there's a couple of really great uh, versions, and I, I always remember they had really great cottage pie. I've heard that. I've never, I've yeah. actually never even been in there. I know nothing about them. I know there's like a a red door that everybody's all about. Yeah, I just remember it being super welcoming and everyone was always very kind and generous. And when it closed, it was a huge hit to the neighborhood because it was like literally a place where people found joy. Now I'm so glad it's back because I feel like that neighborhood's been kind of... uh, 
dismantled the past six months, a year with all the stuff happening. So the fact that there's a little bit of joy coming back is great. Yeah, same neighborhood that's uh, actually, well, first, it's got another thousand square feet added to it, too. So it's a little bit bigger. Uh, but that neighborhood just had the pop-up bike lane right. project, which we talked about last episode. And a lot of the neighborhood people were very upset. Yeah, not happy, but I think it's but great. But it's short-lived. It's only for a month, yeah, and it's a test. Yeah, but it's so necessary, especially as that neighborhood grows. I know I'm not a cyclist, but my boyfriend is, right. and that terrifies me, him being yeah. on the road. So, I mean, I guess change is always difficult i guess whatever For some people There's i like a lot it. of old change it in up those neighborhoods yeah in those neighborhoods especially because it's like an old subdivision not subdivision but older um what am i trying to say not subdivision no neighborhoods they're all um, like the lake como like peripheral neighborhoods yeah. so like orlando's growing yeah so of course now that these outer tier neighborhoods are going to start getting affected and as that happens and they become more dense you need better bike infrastructure absolutely to yeah so yep. to accommodate the people who are living there yep. uh they said it was because they had a huge rash in bicycle accidents but there were only six accidents in the five years so that's baloney that's interesting because i'll tell you we probably get six accidents a week over in mills 50 yeah but soda was like the largest growing neighborhood soda's in- blown up yeah, so that for them to prepare for it, I think that that's absolutely necessary. Six good because yeah. it's going to be sixty in another year if they don't. They're going to be doing the planning. same thing eventually to Robinson yeah. along the northern side of Lake Eola. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what's fun, Janessa? What? This People is the first time that we've we've recorded here out in the open at City Hall. Uh, last time we were here, we were actually up on the terrace with the mayor. Out in front of his, Not his sexy, office, fancy. but nobody could see us. And now yeah, that we're so here, we're I keep like getting thumbs up. Yeah. And oh, like really? People know who we are. Oh, that's yeah, fun, right? We're famous. Well, they know who you are. They're looking for John. Looking and for John. Like, Who's that girl? Well, things have happened. Yeah. It's 2018, yeah. and uh, we broke a glass ceiling. <laughs> Janessa's moving up. That's right. All right, Fresh Kitchen. Do you know about these guys? I don't. Okay, so it's this like grain bowl phenomenon. It's, we're gonna we're gonna hit peak grain bowl one day, but who cares? Because grain it's, bowl, uh, you like make your own bowl, like quinoa. Yeah, you like I want quinoa or rice or something. All right, and then I want this meat and these toppings. Where is it? And this is in Soto. It's the oh, second location in Orlando. It's a big, uh, really cool chain, and they are opening on May seventh, and people are freaking out. Probably the biggest, and no, they did not pay for this, Janessa. So I'm curious because I'm about to say, like, JJ's Grill on Curry Ford has been doing grain bowls right? amazingly. So it's just interesting that someone else has now moved into the neighborhood. Oh, everybody wants to do it. Like, yeah. uh, too much sauce open in Mills Park. Yeah. I eat there all the time just because it it's right amazing. next to my house. Right. Really good. Yeah. Um, it is too much sauce. Because everybody's house, supposed to be eating, I'm not supposed to be eating rice, gluten. Yeah, but you're going to smear sodium all over the top of it. No, it's really, no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but at least there's no rice in it. Yeah. Or, or noodles. I just, if I, if my doctor didn't tell me, you know, you need to scale back, I'd be eating pasta every day. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that sound yeah. good? I want to eat pasta right now. Right now. But instead, we're going to eat a loaded baked potato. We are. And actually, speak of the devil. Oh, yay. Here comes our baked potato right now. Thank you, sir. We're getting the spud love. Yeah, I'm going to drop that, so I'm just going to... Spud love. I appreciate you. Thank you. Can so, I yeah. So, oh, I got oh you one. Oh, my God. This is... It's on that, actually. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Appreciate it. 
Oh my god, it's a mammoth! I know, right? It looks so good. The way they cut it makes it look like a face hugger from Alien, and so then it's like filled with. Brisket. I have to be honest with you. I haven't actually eaten at Four Rivers um, in years, and I've never eaten at this location. So this is a huge treat because their brisket's so good, and this looks like a yeah, their brisket's beast. like candy. Yeah. And uh, just just another candy shout out. Candy. Nobody's paying us for this. We just we chose to eat here. Uh, but if you want to throw me money later for talking about it, that's cool too. Four Rivers. Hey, <laughs> hey, John Rivers. I mean, we're sitting here because we're at the City Hall Earth Day event, right? And yeah. we just Earth walked. Day Work Day. Yeah. And I want to say I'm a little mad, City of Orlando. We did the whole treasure hunt. You have to go to all the stations and get your little paper stamp. And we did it. And we right? talked. We talked. We learned. I faked that I cared about turning my compost <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we went to turn it in to get our tote bag or shirt or tote, yeah. and they were out of everything yeah of everything Janessa well I get it that it was super popular it looked like it was really well attended uh, but yeah I was super bummed so but next time have more because we all clearly wanted to be here and also Earth Day work day Let's have some like desks set up outside so I can co-work. Yeah, that would have been and yeah, enjoy like your what free Red Wi-Fi. Bull did what two years ago on the, That's what the I thought lawn. It was be. Yeah, me too. Of Deepak, yeah. it was epic. Right. It was so cool. It's also four twenty. So four twenty. Uh, there should be a place for me to yeah. some ashtrays out here or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or we're, candy. Yeah. Later on, this is we're we're recording during the day. This airs at eight, nine o'clock. So if you want, you could come join us at four twenty at four twenty at four twenty. So at 420 East, Church it's the actual Street. name, 420 yeah. East Church Street, uh, they're celebrating from 420 p.m. to, I want to say 10, Yeah. Uh, with a street party. And we're going to go hang out and, and eat some black ice cream. Yeah. From Greenery Creamery. Which is also fun oh to say. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> so good. Come I, and join us. Yeah. Last night, I'm a little, like, I, I can't believe I'm hungry right now because I ate so much last night with John Bustecker. We were judges. At the Taste of College That's Park right. event. And we got to eat. We had to eat at every station. And this is the first year where I didn't eat everything on my plate. I just had a bite of each one. Oh, you paced. Yeah, it was really good. Usually I eat everything, even if I don't like it. I just shove it in my face. <laughs> and there's cocktails in each stop. And there must have been like 20 restaurants. Um and it was packed. It was a Dubs Red golf course. Oh, it's, I love I love Dubs Red. All these bougie Betty's hanging out <laughs> um, and it was fun and John and I it was John myself and the guy from I love Winter Park LUV Winter Park which he's a Tasty big phenomenon Chops, was he there uh, he bailed last oh. minute so shout out Ricky Lee we Whoops. our votes were worth more because <laughs> you weren't there <laughs> and so we, who's your favorite um, we named there were different categories so there was best entree and that went to that went to Should I look it up on your tap Insta? room. Oh, okay. Tap room at Dubs Dread, which is great. Yep. They were hosting it. They had a black bean empanada. Oh, they have such good food. Man, it like punched me in the face. It was, was so it good. Sp- oh, yeah. Because I was like, black bean empanada. This is going to be gross. Yeah. And I ate it last. No, their meatloaf there was, like, is amazing. There bacon fat oh in it or something. You literally ate it last. You pushed it to the side. I, did. Like, I, was, I was like, oh, I don't And it this. wound up being your favorite. See, you should never judge a book by its cover, Brenda. That's my favorite thing to do, Janessa. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I ate the heck out of it. Just rubbed it all over my face and oh ate it. Oh my god, I love it. It was so good. And then best That's an endorsement right there. So <laughs> good. I want to rub it, <laughs> it all, all over my face. face. <laughs> also how I meet boyfriends. Can we say that on air? I don't know. <laughs> I don't they can bleep it out. <laughs> uh, and then 
Best Presentation went to Jade New Asian, which oh. almost won Best Entree, too. We just ordered from Jade for the first time. I've never eaten there before, and we just Uber eats it. Be- eats oh. it is that a thing? Sure. Like, uh, so it's an because I didn't want to cook, and I'm lazy. Um, and so we just ordered a crap ton of food, and we did, their lettuce wraps are amazing. Like Jade is my new favorite. Um, Sorry, it's okay. Already at cuss at eleven minutes. Is that all? Gosh darn! <laughs> so how do I backtrack? It's too late. We'll go back in. Don't worry about it. Bleep. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, we were delicious. They had like a Taganaki chicken skewer. So good. Amazing. Sushi was fantastic. And then they made us special Brussels, Brussels sprouts. They, they knew that we were coming. We got to eat at like 730. The event started at 630. Uh, Outpost Kitchen ran out of food, so we didn't get to try it. So they were not part of the judging process. Were they supposed to be? Yeah, everybody. If you're participating, I felt bad because I love outposts. Right. Uh, but didn't we didn't get to judge their the food because there was no food for us. That's um, interesting. Yeah, sad. Well, you Project ran out. Management. They ran out. They were yeah. super popular. It was like oysters or something. I heard they were amazing. There was like a huge line yeah. and then they just ran out, which great. That's fine. You want it. You don't want to leave an event that you're working with the, with anything. You want it all gone. But you also want to project manage. You also want your <laughs> judges to be able to try your food. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not here to judge. No. Today. <laughs> Today. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a shame because they really do have great food. Yes. Best newcomer went to Grills because they had this white fish that like. I don't even know what that is. Pulled my hair. Like it was like, I am here, Brendan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Janessa, it was. <laughs> Throw food at yourself. I love it. It was so good. that Like, I can't stop thinking about that white fish. The white fish? Yeah, that they had at Grills. It was just so good. Where they is They also had Grills? like a coconut poke bowl, tuna poke bowl. Grills is that new facility. It's like uh, north of College Park on OBT. Uh-huh. Huge facility. It's part of this chain that's based out of Cocoa Beach. Um, oh, I don't It's even... gigantic. Right on the lake. People can, like, boat to it. I think it's, oh. like, Fairview. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Just north of, like, that trailer park that has the tiny homes in yep. it. Yeah. Uh, you should check it out. If we, okay. we did a photo tour... Not too long ago, you could just put grill sake, uh, grills plus bungalow into Google. It'll pop right up. Awesome. Delicious. I love how that's what you always tell me. You're like, we already wrote about it. Look it up on bungalow. Anything, anytime you're Not like, Google did it, I write about it? Just say bungalow on bungalow no. because you've already talked about no. it. Hashtag I, I read it on bungalow. Yeah, that's why it's an answer. Yeah. I didn't make it up. People were already <laughs> saying it, so I co-opted it. Right. Um, <laughs> and then best dessert went to Sugar Buzz, Sugar Buzz Co., which are these two old queens. They were so sweet, <laughs> just like their desserts. They gave us like a plate of desserts. How wonderful! Carrot cake, you know that will make you slap your mama. Um, <laughs> Get very violent when you <laughs> love food. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Punch! You know, I love flip it. Flip a table over. Love it. it. it was so good. Yes. Yeah, that was my reaction to those winners. Um, there were some not great ones that I don't want to talk about. Yeah. But celebrate the ones that Cecil's were um, violent inducing. Yeah. 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 If you make yeah. me have that kind of a reaction where I want to punch an old lady in the face. Perfect. Y- you win. <laughs> you you win. And Janessa, they won. <laughs> they were the winners. Uh, giant. There's a giant pizza place, I guess, on Curry Ford now. Also like in Lazy Hourglass. Moon, but. Yeah. It's called uh, King's Pizza. And they on opened their Curry Ford? On Curry Ford. Where? The same, it's actually on that same block where they did the road diet in between Wawa and Walgreens. Like literally down the road from Pizza Bruno? Yeah, close to, yeah. That's interesting. And they, yeah, we're going to go check them out, I want to say next week. Cool. We've been invited to their original location on International Drive. 
because they can't handle a media event at their new location. Uh, Interesting. Right? I guess they're too small. So we're going to haul our sorry butts over to iDrive and, and find some culture. Do we know what their story is? Are they New Yorkers? Are they from Chicago? I don't Chicago? Really know much because about them. if you're not, then is it really appropriate to be creating pizza? <laughs> is that appropriation? Uh, I don't know if it's maybe Can we say like that? everyone wants to be That's cultural American. I'm, I'm, cultural I take my pizza very serious, very serious. Some right? people, we've already gotten some comments on Facebook about it where people were not impressed. Right. Uh, or like there's never any pizza ready. So you could just buy a slice. You know where I went was pizza at Lake Eola. Uh-huh. And oh, was, they do like the flatbreads. Yeah, yeah. And really quickly. Yeah, like they're it's good. It's a two-minute cook time, and I and they have a gluten-free yeah, one, pizza. which I was like, oh, I gotta do no, it. It's flatbread. Uh, so their sauce is different, right? So like, if you want a really good slice of pie, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is beyond your bungalow or Where? regions, but Napoli Pizza down on Semeron near that yeah, too Walmart. Far. Okay. But it sounds delicious. Oh, it's the best. If you want to slice, if you miss New York, walking in, just getting a slice of pie for two dollars and a Coke. At like, Napoli? Napoli Pizza. Let's it see is, if we can get them in the bundle. It is amazing. Our monthly that's mailer. When that I feel homesick, out. like that's where I go. All right, I love it. And um, you got are we following that whole hollow blue on Colonial Drive? Which one? With the bridge. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, which is kind of terrifying. So, I have a family member that that works. Uh, I'm going to have a bite of my spud while yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, and I got a heads up about the bridge because uh, ArtReach isn't too far in Paramore. Um, and so, for us not to get stuck in traffic. And the idea that there were cracks in the new bridge... Um, it's terrifying because of especially what happened down in Miami and all this stuff has been really going up. It, it seems like it's been taking a long time for this ultimate I four, but it hasn't. When you actually look at the construction in the past six yep. months, it has been insane. So went up really quick. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little terrified. I don't personally drive. That's been kind of a, that's why I lived in New York for so long. I Uber and Lyft everywhere. Um, cause I know Uber is not a, people aren't fans of Uber, but, uh-huh. uh, I'm terrified that it's going to hurt somebody if it falls, right? And that's such a congested area. It's terrifying. So we reached out to FDOT and we got the story. Um, they were, I guess, two weeks ago, Channel 6 or someone was there reporting, and they noticed the cracks in a, in a pillar in this pier that's oh holding my up God. the new bridge that has never been open to traffic. Right. It's just, it's waiting to be open to traffic. And it was reported, and it took two weeks, and they had a construction crew come out and check it. And they said it's, according to the construction crew, it's fine. It just has some service cracks, but they're putting up, they've already put up this temporary structure to like relieve that pressure. Uh, And then they're going to have to put in a new pillar right next to it in case that one is not structurally sound. sound. But they said it is, uh, they never wanted to say the word crack with me on the phone right, or by email. But everybody else has said crack. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens. But they said it's they're in the, it's going to take a couple of weeks to come up with the designs for the new pier and what it looks like. Because if you put it in, it can't obstruct pedestrian traffic underneath. It can't be in the way of like cars or sight lines. And Forget sight line. Block my view as long as a car is not going to fall on top of me. Like, that's the thing. Like, you talk about the the strength of concrete, right? It's supposed right. to get stronger like over Roman 100 concrete years, that's right? Still there. Yeah. yeah. And if it's already, like, just fix it. Just put a new pillar in. 
Yeah, concrete's hard, man. It's such a mathematical, complex formula to make sure everything works. Everything yeah. settles correctly. So one of the things I love about taking Uber is my Uber drivers wind up giving rides to some very interesting people. And my Uber driver was telling me he had given an FDOT person a ride from a meeting and that they are Uber over budget. Um, and so already. already, and they haven't even really started. So they're over time and money budget. So I'm curious to see how they're going to fix this if they've already extended themselves. I think they just have clearance to just spend whatever. Yeah, that's it's an interstate, you know? Yeah. An interstate that doesn't connect to any other state. Yeah, right. Did you oh hear God. that? Did yeah. You know? It was supposed to connect to Texas. Yeah. Oh, right. I, interstate four. That's crazy. Across no, no, no. The Gulf? It was supposed to wasn't. I was with you. It was supposed to connect to Texas, but through the Gulf yeah. of Mexico. So the intent was never going to connect anywhere. Like that was their intention that they wanted it to strictly be a Florida. It's an interstate to nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. From its inception. That's a T-shirt. <laughs> or like their name of a record. Right. We're gonna release a country album. Yeah. All right. Um, Milk District is looking for people to submit. Yeah, banner I saw that. designs. Super fun. Any designers out there want to get your stuff up? You can design a fancy banner to help brand the Milk District district. I feel like it's going to be a little bit harder than the other districts because they're super creative and clever in the Milk I District. I think they have the best art I, boxes in town. I agree. They're all consistently MLK Junior, yeah. Milk Junior. I just I love everything that they were doing. They have uh, oh yeah, like uh, Harvey Milk. There's a Harvey yeah. Milk box. Like, nope. Shut up. Right. That's no, perfect. they're super clever. Or, um, there's like so, like, stretch your brains. cats with ice cream cones. Yeah. But, yeah, so stretch your brains. They have a bunch of different parameters. Yeah. Again, that's on bungalore.com. If yeah. you want to see what the the measurements are, super yeah. easy. They're not paying, I don't think. It's just I doubt it. But A I chance mean, to get your art. Let, let's show City of Orlando what really good design on flags look like. I want them to look like dripping milk. <laughs> I think that's what it should look like. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. So I think we got time. It's commercial. Perfect. Time for commercial. We'll come back after the break. All right. Welcome back to Bungalore in the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And today I'm with. Janessa. Janessa Gursky, Executive Director of Art Reach Orlando. And the newest acquisition to Bungalore Media. Yeah, you're wooing really hard. I love it. Woo. (laughs) Woo. You're with us, girl. Yeah, I'm Uh, I'm obsessed. I'm a Bungalore's biggest fan. Yes. From the get. That's what happens if you you are in our orbit long enough. We suck you in. Yeah. You're a giant, fabulous, glitter-covered meteorite of goodness. Oh, my God. I love that. I need that on a t-shirt. All right. I just made it. Just made it up. Uh, here on Bungalore in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines of the week. It's two, usually dudes. John's not here today. So two friends hanging out, chatting the headlines. And right now we're about to talk about juice bikes. Oh. So Orlando's only bike share program. Right. I actually helped uh, you, start. You helped start it. No, no. Well, Sarah Baudry and who's the gentleman? Yeah, our previous business uh, director left us to go help. She was the marketing director for Juice Bikes when they first launched. And I used to run 
a co-working space called Urban Rethink, the first co-working space in Orlando. And we heard the pitch about bringing this oh, bike share. Oh, that's awesome. Like the very first pitch. So we helped like from that very get-go. So we've been following uh, Peter, uh, since he, who launched it, from the very, very beginning. So it's great that it's still here and that it's doing so well. Uh, I actually helped Winter Park launch one, too, at the library. That's awesome. If you have a library card, you can get one for free. That's so smart. Mm-hmm. And they, Because they already have the circulation system. You just use your card, take out a bike. That was uh, also Sarah Perani, right? She helped initiate that? I don't know anybody. Uh, I, I guess I'm wrong. No, Sarah Perani, who's no longer here, had something called Locomotive Tours. Oh, that used the juice bikes. Yeah, gotcha. and you would go out on tours of the City Beautiful on the bikes. And she'd like bring you to all the coffee shops or all of the taco places. And you do it all by bike. Perfect. And she I also need to did the, uh, the Sunrail drinking thing. Oh, the tours. But it was like right. a, bar, a bar crawl yep. via Sunrail. Which is no longer happening. Yeah, can we bring that back to Orlando? Let's do it with Bungalow. We can pick it up. <laughs> we need more things. Other things. I want more all things. things. Uh, well, they are turning. It's their third birthday on Happy May Day, birthday. May first, and they're celebrating it with a taco bike ride. So you can start at well, somewhere on Wall Street, and you go out for a bike ride around downtown Orlando. You can bring your own bike or use a juice bike. That's awesome. And then it ends again at Wall Street. So do you hold tacos as you're biking? No, but I could if I wanted to. <laughs> we used to do a superhero bike ride called Joy Riders. Oh, I remember we used to do that. And, uh, and we had trash polo where everybody had grabbers and you'd get points and to uh, if you did a ride along and tried to scoop up trash from the bike and the person with the most points at the end of the ride would get I always wondered uh, how you prize. didn't get your capes caught up in the spokes. like Short capes. <laughs> Capelets. You can't wear a long, like, Superman cape. Yeah, that was like seven years ago. Yeah. That's awesome. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, check that out if you like tacos happy birthday, and bike juice riding. Bikes. Happy, happy birthday, uh, Moviola. Wait, hold on. Back to Juice. What? The, the guy who runs Milk District, was he part of that? Rob Silviero, yes. Okay, so he's like a huge mover shaker in Orlando. He's creating like innovative stuff, and, and now he's also doing the flags, and they just had that rockin', uh, what was that, music festival? Rockin' Robinson. Yeah, so he's kicking butt, yeah, taking he, names. He used to work for WPRK. That's he was awesome. like their music director or something. Yeah programming director that's very cool uh, just yeah. trying to connect the dots that shout out to rom yeah and he's dating knows. uh bad mama jama uh, uh nicole from, dupre yeah from from opera del sol opera del sol which also has a show coming up they have their um mozart and muses or marie antoinette it's like themed burlesque opera opera and, marie uh, antoinette. cake yeah yeah cake for days yes you know that kind of cake cake Cake, Let them cake, eat cake. cake, cake, cake yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already bought my tickets. I'm super excited. Anytime you involve uh, burlesque and opera, I'm all about it. Although, I'll be honest, we were just at the opener. Oh, uh, Corsets for Cuties? They were fantastic. Yeah. But then there was an opera number at the Fringe preview night that, just, man, fell flat. I'll go on record and say I was not impressed. Oh, by opera, that opera Orlando, I think, is it's like a dominatrix. Uh, yeah. theme. Well, I don't think they've rehearsed it yet. I think that was it, their literal it, first production it of showed. it. showed. And it's, you know, but it's fringe. You're supposed to be experimenting with new art forms there. I get it. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge... But if, if you got another opera company that's, like, killing it... Yeah, but we haven't seen 
Opera Orlando do burlesque or anything sexy yet. Like they did the, the space star, opera, right? Which is great and sexy in, in theory that they're reinventing and pushing. But I think opera in in general is super sexy when you talk about train. And I'm a huge fan of Sarah Purser, who is the one who performed at Fringe. Um, and so I know that once they get a chance to mold it, it's going to be. I, I just I f- I personally think opera is sexy AF all the time. When you talk about what their vocal skills are. Hashtag Orlando Sexy AF. Yeah. Is that a good hashtag? I think so. It's I long think. No. 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 I don't think so. All right. Or Orlando I'll give it trying to be chance. sexy AF. I think that's it. I think ah. we're in the trying phase and I think we're going to dominate in a bit. But Show your leg, Lando. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good laugh, Janessa. <laughs> that was a shock laugh. Um, have you seen? Oh, I know you saw them. Uh, the selfie walls in Thornton Park. Yes. In the in the central what is it? Thornton Park Central Parking Garage. Yeah, by Starbucks. Uh, the Main Street commissioned a bunch of local artists to decorate the interior. So it's like a geode yeah. of a parking garage. Oh, now. I love that. I never even thought about that because I was like, why didn't they do it outside? That's kind of silly. I'll tell you why. Okay, give me the dish. Because if you do it on the exterior of a building you have to get city permits. But by doing it on the interior. You don't have to ask nobody. Because it's not public facing. Oh, I love it. I really. Private garage. Huge, huge fan of the Fred Moline. Uh, Keith Herring slash Picasso themed wall. Yeah, very prismatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was wonderful. Love it. I love that piece. I love the. It's cool. There's just a bunch of really neat walls where you can just stand in front and uh, take a killer selfie. Yeah. I mean, forget selfie. It's literally an opportunity to see a beautiful art form in real life without having go to go to a museum or gallery. It's literally on your way. Thorn Park has wanted to do public-facing art for so long, and they're just getting a lot of blowback from the city. Is it the city? Because I heard it was the neighborhood. The people in the neighborhood, not not Washington, not but like more... Not up to them. They yeah, can't vote the on it. Yeah, the city has to respond if there are complaints. And if the community complains, they can't do it. There's so. no complaint until it happens, done. right? So like, like they're not allowed to do... They've wanted to do like rainbow crosswalks. Right. Since before everybody has, right. d- has done them. But the city just won't let them do it. And whether it's because the street is about to get resurfaced or something, there's all these projects that are just restricting them. Uh, they want to do. They want to light their trees. Thornton Park is some of the nicest tree canopies yeah. in town. Uh, and they won't beautiful let them? old oak trees. It's just a lot of red. So tape it for sounds them. like we need to show up. Who's the uh, Main Street director? Lisa Kewat. Sounds like we need to create like a uh, a West Side Story formation behind her and just walk in. I can snap my fingers yeah, and dance be like, all day. I could be a jet all day, yeah. right? When you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> let my girl Lisa paint her roads. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah, because that's really a shame when you talk about the importance of art in in a community and how it just expands. They probably have the biggest budget right now because of their their wine walks. Yeah, Thornton Park changed the scape of how people looked at downtown Orlando. It was the first neighborhood that people were really traveling to. They should be celebrated a little bit more than any other neighborhood. I agree. Cool. Everything's local except for the Starbucks, right? Especially what uh, Falcon Bar and when was Mother Falcon, Melissa and everything that she's been doing with Mm -hmm. public art. Like, yeah, they should be. They're the champion. They're they they are the champions. Yeah, they should be celebrated. A more. beautiful little fountain. Yeah, all Heather Henson has a yes. house there. Jim Henson's yeah. daughter. Like, yeah. it's just the coolest neighborhood. Is it Ipex puppetry? Ibex. Ibex. Yeah, because that's like a it's an antelope. Oh, Ibex. Look at that. Learning something new. I know that because uh, 
I used to love me some young Indiana Jones. <laughs> with who was that river phoenix not, who was the young oh yeah i think so i think you're i think you're right or ryan no it was ryan uh nope then i have no idea i can't remember who's right, the canadian actor that used to be married to alanis Morissette? ryan reynolds oh then i'm thinking another ryan <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter what i'm saying is but I thornton bet. park I that word needs yeah some support to get at least a painted yeah, come on yeah. city if you're listening yeah make it easy make it easy make I, it easier to, I, I, get, I get restrictions but and they have on. to raise all their money it's not even a city program right the city gets all the benefits of having main the... streets but they give them barely any money right more know? art and it's cl- and it's beautiful art it's curated art it's it's stuff that yeah, yeah it's storytelling city, these main street directors spend most of their time fundraising for their own salaries right right otherwise they don't get paid some of them are getting paid like 20 nothing five grand a year right. You know, to be many mayors. Right. And that just proves how much they love the city. The fact that they're doing it not for the money and not for the glory because they look at all these barriers. Help so them cut out. them a little slack. Make yeah. it a city program. Give them actual budgets. And Make approval actual, to paint and walls. And approval. Give them, you know, top down uh, plans, uh, comprehensive plans for those districts so that they can help new businesses and new developers come in tailor those developments to better suit the people who live and work and play there every day yeah you know that's the only way that you're going to be able that's what main street should be right instead of you know i see a lot of them just doing banners i know we were talking about banners for milk district it's essential they're doing them because they can't do anything else right that's all you can do and they're expensive and then the banners fall down and they probably spend like a thousand dollars a month replacing banners because they're always blowing off well right and then you're just like a banner replacement well because business. when you talk about the city hosted or maybe the city yeah. was a part of a, a seminar talking about placemaking and placemaking is way more than putting up banners in a location to designate right uh, like boundaries it's creating new environments that uh, that's people what are inspired to live thrive and grow in i'm talking to uh jennifer marvel who's the director for the Audubon Park Main Street District. Love Audubon Park. Audubon Park Garden yeah. District. Uh, they're wonderful, but they have probably one of the smallest budgets. Yeah. The smallest, I think, is Ivanhoe Village because they're a mess. That's great. But, but, which I love Ivanhoe. Right. But the Main Street program there is Well, crazy. they don't have any control because of, especially with new development happening, like yeah. what, what are they managing? Yeah. I got a lot to say about that. But <laughs> Audubon Park... Uh, I'm helping them. We, I just gave them like a whole deck of really cool uh, public art possibilities. They could use art to not just have a mural, but then you're also making like outdoor living rooms for people to gather. You're part of out. that, Brendan? Yeah, I just That's pitched awesome. it. Uh, they were looking for a public art coordinator for that district. And I, I was love like, it. Oh, here's I love a bunch that of ideas. you are just you spreading glitter and <laughs> beauty all over the city in every uh, any well, opportunity that you can. It's not about me, but you're welcome. <laughs> Orlando. We are we are so lucky to have you. I just can't. I can't sit back and just let. I thought there was going to be a period after that. Like I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, no. But you can't sit back and just see opportunities slip away. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I'm with That's you. why I don't sleep. There's Good. so many things to do. Right. I yeah. can't stand like what you like people who live. Like I'm always picking up trash on my street, right? Right. But there's like tons of other houses on my street. Why aren't, aren't they, they ever picking, picking up, up trash? trash? Right. Right, like that's kind of that's kind of how I feel. I feel like it's that's a metaphor for my life. Yeah, you're self accountable. It's like yeah. I'm the one picking up trash, but everybody else needs to pick up trash too. Right. Like, well, how can you how can you just sit inside your house and turn your back to the trash that's in your backyard, complaining about it and yet not doing anything about right. it? And it's as simple Here's as just bending over. Go pick over. it up, yo. 
Yeah. Anyway, that's how I feel about him. <laughs> the passion. I love it. The second segment always gets more impassioned. I love it. One. Uh, one of, did you hear about sensory? I, I told I you about not, this. I, I think I heard you mention it okay. like five minutes ago. But So uh, there's this Starter Studios, right? Which is this UCS-sponsored uh, incubator for local organizations and startups, tech that used companies. to be Canvas, and now they're starters. And now they've like taken over. It was just a program. Now they've taken over this co-working space okay. in Church Street Exchange. It's called Starter Studios. And they're out of this incubator program, the same one that Mark Baritelli was in when he was trying to do his Box of Orlando program. Oh, I love that. Which is so cool. I hope yeah. it happens. Uh, this sensory, then it was called, I can't remember what it was called, something maps. They were a map making thing. They just wanted to make maps. And we worked with them from the very beginning because we were co-working there and we just thought they were so cool. They were making maps, heat maps of like where all the singles live in town, which we shared on Bungalore. So if you're lonely out there, go check it out. This is where all the where all the singles live. O- oddly enough, it's Baldwin Park and, you know, Mills 50. Baldwin and Park, there's a lot of singles? A lot of singles. That's crazy. Because there's condos all the way around the lake. But that's like families over there. Behind, but there's a lot of condo oh, living. that's interesting. And downtown. And of course, but uh, yeah, so check that out. You can see the heat map. And then they also did it by uh, color code. So pink for girls, blue for boys, where the single girls are, which they don't necessarily correlate. Interesting. Right? I thought that was really cool. Um, or like shark bite maps and heat maps of where violence happened in Orlando. And so they were doing just these maps. And now they've moved into like this real estate thing. They've started just sensory where you, it's like Tinder, but for neighborhoods. And you take a little survey and it gives you a list of all of these. You're matched to the most ideal neighborhoods oh, for neighborhood you. neighborhood based on your interests? Yeah. So, oh. and your income and like you rank things about like how important it is to be living near restaurants. And it's so cool. I did it and I got the neighborhood that I'm living in, oh, Lake awesome. Formosa. Uh, which Lake Formosa is awesome. Right. But I love that it's even like down to like a smaller uh, neighborhoods instead of just. If know, I did it, they'd Soto. probably tell me I'd live in the gutter. <laughs> well, let's try it. You should try it because it's super fun. It. it was easy. It only took a couple minutes. Uh, but it's a great way to plug in people who are moving in from out of town. And they're starting to work with realtors, too, where they can list uh, houses that are then available for rent or That's for great. sale That's that really are in those smart. neighborhoods that you got matched up with. Because I heard a story when we were touring in Paramore um, over off of uh, Carter Street. Uh, uh, Miss Vinny gave us a tour and she was saying that there were a lot of families moving in from out of town not realizing uh, that they were buying for um, specific uh, price points, but they weren't realizing what neighborhoods they were buying in. Sure. Um, and then... Which, man, if your realtor's not telling you... Right. So the, there's this relevance of also understanding the neighborhood that you're moving in and understanding what that means. And um, Paramore is a wonderful neighborhood, but just understanding what that means sometimes. Right. Right. Especially so you do your research. Yeah. Do your research. So we get awesome. a lot of people. A lot of the time, Janessa, I'm sure you, you know this, but we answer a lot of people's questions. They're writing us all the time. Like I'm moving in town. I just found Bungalore and I've been living in like Claremont, but I want to live somewhere more fun. Right. Where should I live? Right. right. And so we plug people in that way a lot. Oh my God. Speaking of Claremont, I just drove out there uh, for a family dinner last night and that traffic on the 408 <laughs> yeah. to the turnpike yeah. to 50 was a nightmare. Why would anybody live out there? Well, and that's 
So in these neighborhoods of sprawl, right, where everything's divided, uses are divided, where you have residential subdivisions, then you have industrial, like, or retail pockets, like right. the malls, like Waterford Lakes. Right. And there's no way to just drive through the back routes, like on a grid work pattern, no. like you would in a, in a downtown. Uh, right. uh, so everybody has to use those arterial roads. And, oh that's, my God. and you can't do that. You can't do that anymore. Everything needs to be connected on the back route. Yeah. Um, it's hard to do that. Even in Orlando, where we have a more traditional street pattern downtown, it's hard because we have so many lakes. Right. Right. So even right. though we have There's some grids, grounds. yeah, you still have to get on yeah. Orange Avenue sometimes. It was insane. Yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah. So I'm glad. Move downtown, man. Downtown is where it's at. Yep. Um, rental roundup we just did. We have 17 homes that are available for rent under $1,500. That's incredible. Which people are always like, you're always writing about places to buy. Where can I rent? Yeah, but you've been doing the rental roundups for years. That's I actually found one of my apartments that I lived in off oh, the rental roundup. Hey. Uh, Little Blue Donut Truck has opened Love their it. brick and mortar in Winter Park. Awesome. Go get there's some of the best donuts in town. Where are they exactly in Winter Park? Right next to Miller's Hardware. Oh, oh, what a great location. Great. Right next to so Rollins. Kids, yeah, Rollins are just going to walk across the street, get a sugar high, and go back and take a test. It's cool to see that stretch. That stretch of retail Developing. has had a hard time. Yeah. Uh, but they're killing it. Yeah. And I went at, what's Burger Fi? Yep. Because nobody had done well in that place right. for a long time, and then they moved in, even though it's a chain. Uh, but they're killing it right on Park Avenue. Actually, Washburn. We talked about it last week. Washburn Imports is opening a new location in Winter Park. That's awesome. Just off Park Avenue, which is also cool to see because then like Park Avenue is just Park Avenue. Right. Nobody's really down the side streets. There are some, like there's a Wolfgang Bakery or that, uh, what's the bookshop? I don't know. She yells at me all the time because I don't list her events. Um, I love that you get yelled at sometimes by people. All the time. <laughs> but y'all, our calendar is curated. So if, yeah. I, if it's not on there, it's because it's boring. Or, or it just doesn't it. meet the needs of your readers, <laughs> yeah. right? Or I just didn't see it because I'm one person. Yeah. So give, me, give me a break. <laughs> uh, there's a co-working alliance, which is great. Uh, there's a, we have tons of co-working spaces in town, but there's a lot of new national brands that are moving in. And so these local ones, have some have banded together uh, to create this co-working alliance. And they're going to have open houses from the f- May 14th to the 18th. Tons of events. Uh, the ones involved are Catalyst, Colab, Hub925, which I'd never heard of I've before. I've never heard of them either. Orlando Game Space, which is just for game developers. That's over we just on, talked to that we, guy, we uh, the VR guy. So he's part of it. They're supposed to have an event sometime this month coming up where they're going to have like uh, virtual murals and DJs for their opening. I love all the buzzwords that just yeah. came out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, Scribble Space, Starter Studios. Uh, interestingly enough... Credo Conduit's not in there, and I co-work out of there the most. That's interesting. I don't know what happened, but get in there, guys. Uh, we have a working on it segment, Janessa, where I talk about some of the stories that I'm working on. Talk to me. But we only have a couple minutes, so I'll make it quick, because then we got to talk about some events. Okay. So, Inhabit, the next Inhabit with uh, David Lawrence, a photographer, will be on Jeff of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Yeah, the photos are beautiful. Beautiful. So, he's, uh, so sisters are LGBTQ dudes who dress up in nun drag and then raise money for local causes and it's actually part of this chapter 
this part of this uh, agency out of not agency what i'm trying organization out of san francisco right and we are the local chapters but i think in this interview he talks to jeff about he doesn't identify doing drag i think it's something something else to him Mm -hmm. something else yeah Uh, so find the details out trust might be moving out of the sun trust building we're working on that my mom used to work in that mesa is opening their new place in baldwin park and then i have a minute to get through these events really quick Secret Garden Exhibition, Rory, this this Saturday, 8 p.m. at Hanau Gallery, Record Store Day, 8 8 a.m., Folk and Urban Art Festival at Hannibal Square, 10 a.m., Orlando Book Festival, downtown, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Pillow Orlando, getting a huge pillow fight at Dr. Phillips at 1 p.m. On the 25th, there's a bike repair clinic at Retro City Cycles. You can learn how to repair your own bike. Uh, Critical Mass is on Friday at 5.30 p.m., and then, again, Mozart's Muses, that opera burlesque amazingness that we were talking about before is on the 27th yeah. at 6.30 at the Mez. Go check it out. I'm out of breath. Janessa, <laughs> thank you for taking thank part. Thank you for having me. All right. Bungalore.com. Bye. Bye.